Abby. Yes. I don't I don't want to do school. I just want to read books. I know. Why I do school? I read eight books before school started. Why I do school? I don't know. I I think it has something to do with money and the real world. No. Make money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, here's what's coming up. On July 31st, we'll be wrapping up the Dauntless Path trilogy by Intasar Kahani with A Darkness at the Door. You know we love the other two, and this one is no exception. Tune in for a good time, and remember, the first half is always spoiler-free. Then, on August 14th, we will be talking about some of our favorite mangas and comics. This will be a spoiler-free talk. If you like manga and comics, or always wanted to know a bit more, this episode is for you. If you love the show and want to support us, you can check out patreon.com slash thebooklifepodcast for a huge list of perks. We hope you'll consider supporting us if you can, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you for listening. Thank you. Speaking of thank yous, we want to send a huge thank you and shout out to our patrons, The Pirate Queen and Leah. May your problems always be fictional. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to the Book Life Podcast with your host, myself, Mo, my best friend, Abby. Today... Abby was concerned that I wasn't going to show up because I definitely am on vacation mode and I was sleeping in, but she enticed me to show up and say, go get your coffee and hurry up and let's talk about our books that we've read so far this year. And I said, okay, uh, let me hustle my little booty up. And so I did. And then I had password issues and wow, it has been a morning. Abby, how are you? I'm good. I'm still cracking up about the fact that you tried to convince me yesterday that we should record at eight. I did. It's now I, almost ten. No, I didn't. I thought, <laughs> I thought I said nine o'clock. I thought I thought I said eight was too early. Uh, no, you did originally when we were setting this up, and then you yesterday you were like, "Oh, so how early can you meet?" And I'm like, "Well, I was planning for nine. And you're like, "Oh, okay, I could do eight. And I'm like, "No, that won't work for me." <laughs> oh, thank God! I must have been a crack or something. Wow. What was wrong with I don't know. I was shocked. I was like, she wants to do this at 8 a.m.? I don't. I don't want to do this at 8 a.m. That would have been so early. Anyway, so it is not 8 a.m., thank God, but I do have coffee. So, Abby, we're going to recap the books that we have read so far this year, okay? In your personal opinion, how do you feel? about how the books you've read so far this year like do you feel like you're slaying it you're doing awesome like scale one to ten like you're gonna totally rock your tbr or one you gone rogue and you just took off and went your own direction i think overall i'm doing a pretty good job i'd say i think like about half of the books that i've read have actually been on my tbr actually more than that because i had both um the rest of full metal alchemist that i hadn't read yet mm-hmm. on my tbr as well as um the rest of card captor sakura so like the number of books i've read is kind of skewed because i've read a lot of manga in this first half of the year and like obviously reading mangas and comics is reading but like when you say i've read this many books off of my tbr most people think oh you read novels like no <laughs> I have not read this many novels so far this year. That's a kind of novel, just not the novel they anticipate they that they're talking about. Yeah. Well, and like if you put all of the Full Metal Alchemist volumes together, there's like 20 some of them. 
And I read over half of those this year. So like you put all those together, I read a couple of novels out of that. So yeah, but like it, I, I feel like all the manga that I've read kind of skewed my numbers a bit. So it sounds like I've read way more than I like really have in reality. Cause like I can sit mm-hmm. down and read a volume of a manga in a couple of hours because I mean, that's just how you do. It's manga. Exactly. Oh man. What about you? Yeah, I'm like on a one scale. I've gone rogue off my list this year. So I have all of one. I have actually a large like physical copies of books to read. And I don't know what's up with me. I'm just like, I love checking Libby's um, skip the line and like getting popular books to read that I've heard about. So I've been grabbing those. Um, my book club just picks random crap to read and I don't care about that. That's fine. And I just read whatever they offer because that's always enjoyable. And some of my other friends, um, we joined an online book club with a Instagram personality named Sharon um, says so from but that's her handle. And I'm loving that one because we get to do um like we have our own chat that we talk about the books in. And then there's also like a larger one that you get to go to. And I just did like the author interview one. It was amazing. Like, it's just so much fun. It's kind of just like a totally different experience. And of course the books that are on that list are books. I've not even picked out. I think I maybe I picked educated tree this year. I don't remember. So Abby, I don't know. I'm just like all over the place. And of course there's um crap for school. I've been reading. So I had to read some books from school. I definitely, what's it called when you don't finish book? DNR, right? DNF. DNF. I DNF'd um, a book that I thought is called Leadership on the Line. I thought I would love it because I love reading about leadership stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, no, no. Killed it. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to DNF a book that I thought I was really going to love. Oh man, what one? Um, you can't spell, I can't spell treason without T. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I know. You just did vibe with that one. That's okay. Yeah, and, like, the sad part to me about that one was that, like, literally everything about that I should have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. it, it had all of the elements that I should have loved, and I just didn't, I wasn't enjoying myself. And I felt bad. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. It's okay. I know. I just felt bad because, like, I don't feel as bad DNFing books that I'm like, I may or may not like this and I end up not really liking it. So I just DNF. But like yeah. a book that is so hardcore in the category category of I should love this. I know. Just doesn't feel like it should have been DNF. No. Well, it, things happen. And I, you're a mood reader. So maybe you just were not in the mood at all to read it. <clears throat> yeah. But like even thinking back on it, I'm like, I I have zero desire to go back and pick it up ever. That said, I do have to admit that the second book did not live up to my expectations as the first book did. I'm hoping the third one gets more interesting. So we'll see. Well, I hope so too. Yeah. For my sake anyway. Right? Right. Ugh. All right. So how many books have you actually read this year? Okay. I have actually read 78 books this year. Okay. Out of the 78 books that I've read, 40 of them have been actual novels. Okay. Uh, so I'm still doing like really well on my goal. 
Yeah. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I consider graphic novels to be reading because graphic novels, which guys, by the way, we have a whole episode planned to talk about graphic novels to me is a gateway into reading. Like sometimes you just need to have a different way to consume the story. And for young kids, like for me, I'm sorry, two of the books I read this year is Captain Underpants. And I did count them because I read those books out loud and they did take a hot minute to get through with my children. Heck yeah. But my kids, I mean, for almost five-year-olds, they would sit and listen to me read these books for 20 minutes. And I was like, all right, Mm -hmm. this is what it is. And my kids are so excited for me to buy. Well, we're reading Dogman right now, so I need to buy the third one. But except Will. Yes. Oh, have you read? um, Oh, it's Narwhal and Jellyfish. No, but I already love the name. Oh, they're great. I got a couple of them because they sounded like fun. They uh, are they are very fun. Excellent. And their comics, they're not as long as like Captain Underpants is, but there's like multiple stories within the one comic. And it's very fun. They're definitely more simple than mm-hmm. Captain Underpants and Dogman and things like that. But Matthias absolutely loved them. Well, and then like Will is getting to the point where, um, you know, the Bob, you know, the Bob books, whatever they're called, like those first readers. Mm-hmm. Will's really getting into sounding out the names or like sounding out the words and saying them and stuff. So I might have a little bitty reader real soon. Well, good. Mara could care less. She's like, mommy, just read it to me. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, Matthias is kind of like, he can do a lot of it. But also, he doesn't really want to. He's more of a, I want to get up and be active kind of kid. Yeah. Which is fine. It's Mara, too. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> so, yeah, I've read 78 books. Um, 40 of them were actual novels. Um, some of, A couple of them were short stories, and a bunch of them were manga. Mm-hmm. Um, I did finish Full Metal Alchemist in its entirety now. It's a lot to read. So are those, you're kind of someone who likes to um, give away books. Are you going to give away that whole series now that you read it all? Hell no. Okay. okay. I was just wondering, so, sometimes, sometimes you give away stuff, and I'm surprised about the stuff you decide that you're going to give away. So, okay, Full Metal Alchemist, technically, this was a reread for me. But I did not previously own all of the books, and I loved it so much that I wanted to buy it and reread the whole thing. Okay. Because, quite frankly to me, and I'll talk about this in the manga and comics episode, Full Metal Alchemist is, like, the OG. It is the best. It is my favorite manga of all time. And it always will be. I love it. There's just so much (laughs) great about it. I know, I know. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to like I don't want to go on a rant right now because it's not the manga episode. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I have read twenty three books from my actual TBR. So like I've kind of kept the TBR, sort of. <laughs> like I'm still like every third book trying to make it one from off of my TBR. They're not doing too badly yet. What about you? How many books have you actually read this year? 
So I'm done 42, which is a magical number to say I have read 42 books, The Answer of Life. Um, <laughs> only 19 of those are from my list, though, mind you. So I definitely have, like, skittered around my list a lot. I don't know why. I'm like this crazy Mo who's like, I'm just going to read random shit. But it happens sometimes. I know you've kind of gone rogue this year. Like, I'm going to join all these book clubs. <laughs> I'm going to read all these random books. I'm not usually rogue either. Like, I'm usually pretty solid on the things I want to read. Yeah, you're usually the one who's like, I made this list and I'm reading off of this list. Sometimes you just have to just go with life, you know? Mm -hmm. That's fair. I did read a 2024 to read book already this year. Oh, skip it to a different <laughs> list. <laughs> uh, the Imprints of Salt and Fortune. Um, it came up in my library, so I borrowed it, and it was it was very good. Like it was a kind of more phil philosophical fantasy, and it was just like I don't know. I really want to read more of them. It was good. Yeah. Yep. Do you think I would enjoy it? I think you would. It's also a very fast read, so if you hate it, you don't have to feel bad about it. Okay. I might have to look it up then. It's like I've heard about it, but I've not really looked into it. It was very just... I don't know. It was very thought-provoking, but also just very good. I just really liked it. Okay. All right, so i got to ask... How many books are left on your list? No, you don't have to ask me that. We all know Mo is overly ambitious and Mo 110% was like, I'm going to read 100 and what, 15 or 16 or some kind of crazy nonsense. Yeah, just like 90 <laughs> on my list. Shut up, Abby. <laughs> yeah, there were definitely over 100 books on your list. I can't help it. Sometimes Mo is just like, gone rogue, gone rogue. Well, and I'm also reading a lot of like books and series. Um, I'll talk about that too. So that's happened a few times. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of going rogue on that aspect where I'm just like, I want to read this. And then I'm like, wow, I need to read the sequel. And so I do. Well, I have uh, 44 books left on my list. Okay. Because like some of the, so the way I set up my TBRs is most of it is I want to read these specific books and some of it is I want to read at least one book from this author. Mm -hmm. And so like when you look at my list, it's definitely longer than that many books, but I've read a, at least one book from some of those authors. So I'm considering them like no longer on my list to like done, mm -hmm. even though I will probably read some of those books later this year anyways. I've actually done a lot of library books this year, too, surprisingly. I just went through and checked all my library books I've read so far this year. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I'm, I don't know why I'm used... Okay. I love the library. God bless the library. I'm so happy we have libraries. But why am I not reading the books I own? Why am I like, let's go to the library. Let's go get books from the library, Mo. Why am I doing <laughs> that? Why am I not reading the books I own? I don't know. You need to do what I do. You need to, okay, so I go on the library apps and I find the audiobooks of the books that I own and I get the audiobooks so that I can get to those books faster because I, mm. I listen to a lot of audiobooks because that's just, I would only get through like, I don't know, 30 books a year if I didn't listen to audiobooks. 
Yeah. And so I literally, I have reorganized my shelves so that I have two shelves full of books that I know I have an audiobook available to available to me through some source. Mm-hmm. And so I can go, okay, what audiobook do I want next? And I look at those shelves and go, I think I want this one. And then I go and I get it in the library app. Because that way, like, if I end up loving the book, I still have the physical copy and I'm getting my physical books technically read, mm-hmm. but I'm also not having to pay more money. Here's the, here's the thing. You you do well with the audiobooks. Sometimes I don't do well. Sometimes I just like to sit and read like physical copy or e-copy. I don't know. I don't, I don't do great sometimes with audiobooks. I mean, I'm 100% reading physical books at the same time. Yeah. Um, how many current books are you reading right now? How many current books are on your um oh god? Um, hold on. <laughs> how many books is you gonna say I can't wait to hear? Um um eight. <laughs> how many how many how many do you think I have right now? Uh twelve? Actually thirteen. I gotta have uh, I was close. <laughs> I know. Here's the problem too. Like I, I skitter around different books as well. Like some kind of in the mood to read graphic novels. So I've picked up. So, um, Hoopla, um, which is another library app has the saga graphic novels. So I read the first one. I was like, Holy smokes. This was fantastic. So I had the second one. Um, I'm reading the Gunkle with my um, book club. I'm reading this book I got um, signed, which is really interesting. It's called Everybody Come Alive, a memoir and essays. Holy crap, can this woman write? It is so good. Um, she's an Instagrammer I follow, and I love all of her contests. I brought her book. Mm-hmm. Um, Buy a Silver Thread, so that's an ebook. Okay, the Gunkle is an ebook. Um, Saga is a comic book on my tablet. Uh, Everybody Come Alive is a physical copy. And By a Silver Thread is a ebook on my tablet. Um, Moneyball is a book I'm reading with one of my um, co-workers. He freaking finished it, that jerk, already. Um, uh, Curses and Cocktails is one I bought because it's a cozy fantasy that's like um, can't have treason without tea or tea without treason and legends and lattes, but I haven't like dived into it. Mm-hmm. That's an ebook. Um, Nurtured by Love is one I'm supposed to read for Suzuki, and I need to actually sit down and finish the damn thing at this point. <laughs> um, physical copy Elder Race by Adrian Onchakowski. Great read. Absolutely loving it. Um, there is a short book. I would highly recommend that you read it actually. Um, and then radical candor, let's see how long this book sits on my currently reading list. It's been on here since August 11, 2021. And where is it? I'm one third of the way through of that book. I like literally read like a paragraph every day. That's it. Uh, Harlow the ninth is a physical copy I'm reading. That's a shit show of a book, let me tell you. Um, but it's good. I, I can only take that in small burst. Mm-hmm. Mortal Word. I don't know why I have this on my list right now because I'm not actually reading it right now. Um, which is a invisible library book. Equal mm-hmm. rights. It's my audiobook I'm almost done with. I've like 
90 minutes left if my kids will stop talking to me. And um, <laughs> Mere Christianity, which I'm reading um, a chapter a week with a friend right now. So oh, I want to read that one. I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. it is much better to read with a friend because it is... I love C.S. Lewis, but this is like very much a philosophy book versus like his like um, the outer space one. If you've not read his outer space books, um, the ones like from a separate planet or something, those are some of my favorite books ever read by him. And as much I need to read those too. (laughs) Much different from Chronicles of Narnia. Mm -hmm. Is it really different from a screw from the screw tape letters as well? So I would recommend if you want to read it, you got to read with a friend or if you want to read it. And then talk to me about it. Otherwise, I have trouble like processing it without talking about it. Yeah, I might start reading it and just like text you about it. Be like, I need to get this off my chest. It's very good, though. It's very thought provoking. It makes you kind of examine your spirit, spirit, spirituality and like how you view Christianity. Not everything um, dives in the sense like with um like Lutheran teachings and stuff. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, because he's, um, he's being critical of the church of England. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what Christianity domination that he falls into. So it was very interesting. Would recommend. Wasn't he Catholic? I'm asking Google. I know. I'm like, now I need to know. Yeah. I wouldn't expect all of what he says to perfectly align with the lutheran beliefs because i know he wasn't lutheran so i never go into his stuff expecting that uh he was a committed Ang- anglican which means church of england and he largely upheld the orthodox england theology okay so he was being critical of his own church basically yes okay. i mean that's fair if anybody's going to criticize it it should be somebody from the inside who's looking at it all right? and going yo <laughs> I mean, here came Martin Luther, and he was like, mm, mm-hmm. mm. anyway, <laughs> we are really good at tangents. So it has been about halfway through the episode. So we're going to take a break real fast. And when we come back, we're going to hit our favorite books and our least favorite. And if we actually think we're going to finish our TBRs. So see you guys in a second. Talk to you in a minute, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Haley. And we host the podcast We Majored in English for this. It's a weekly show on YA fiction and tomfoolery. Join us each week as we rant, rave, and recap your favorite young adult fiction books. You can find us on all your favorite streaming platforms. And now back to your show. Welcome back to the second half. Um, I'm actually, I want to go through what I'm currently reading right now. Oh, because I did now. You want to share? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I own The Fourth Wing as a physical book, but I borrowed the audiobook from the library and I'm currently reading it. I also borrowed The Name Bearer from the library as a physical book and I'm reading it. And that's really good so far. I'm only a couple chapters in, but it's really interesting. The Celestine Prophecy is one that my father in law read and really enjoyed, and he's not usually a fiction reader. But he knows that I'm a big reader. And so he was like, here, I loved this book. I think you should read it. And so I'm like, oh, it's one of those like somebody I care about gave me a book that they loved. So I want to read it and love it with them. Mm -hmm. But also, it's not really in my usual genre. 
because it's fiction, not fantasy or sci-fi. It's not just like, okay, I'm getting it through this, but I'm being really slow about it. It happens to the best of us. Um, and then I'm reading Burning Roses, which is like, it's not a full length novel, but it's longer than a short story. So I don't know. It's really good so far. I'm also listening to Temple of No God by H.M. Long as an audiobook. Mm-hmm. I have Minor Mage by T. Kingfisher going as an ebook for when I have, I'm stuck like nursing the baby and whatnot. I have something to read at least. Yep. <laughs> um, then I'm reading Dragon Slippers. Oh, Dragon Slipper. I love the name of Dragon Slipper so much. I know. I'm not that far into it yet. Um, but I mean, there's a dragon already in it. So I'm just like, yes, yes, good things. And then I've been reading Imprudence by Gail Carriger for an actual full year now. And <sighs> I feel bad, but like, I don't know that I'm going to read the rest of it or the rest of the other books that come in this particular series. It, things happen. I mean... I I just don't like Prudence as much as I like Sophronia and Alexia, you know? Yep. I'm trying to figure out. I know you gave me Dragon Slippers. Where did it go on my bookshelf? I don't know, but I know you have it. Oh, geez. I'm on my bookshelf's a hot mess back here. <laughs> um, so just be left alone for a few hours to organize it. I will be reading Fourth Wing um, as an audiobook between me and Elizabeth while we drive um our girl scouts that's one of the ones we picked to read together oh um heads up i have been made aware that there is sexual content in it okay so if so if your girl scouts are around please be aware well they're all 18 but i do plan on headphones the whole time okay i just wanted you to be aware because i'm like if you're letting the whole car listen to it i I don't know what ages you're going to have in your vehicle. No, they're all 18-year-olds at this point. Okay, they're not going to do fade-outs, is my understanding. Just so you know. Why? I don't know. I just know that that it's going to I am so irritated that YA stopped doing fade-outs, because that's why I like this so much. I know. I was... Well, like, I started... I got the audiobook, and then I came across people going, oh, by the way, there are trigger warnings and there's sexual content. And I'm like, excuse me? Because here's the thing, like with um, The Last Graduate, like mm-hmm. guys, someone hooks up in the story, woohoo, big thing. But it was perfectly done. It was exactly mm-hmm. the way I like my YA hookups to happen. You know? Okay, so here's the thing. I think it's actually new adult rather than young adult. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because so I've started reading it and I will tell you the main character is like 21. Okay. So it's not actually YA. Dear. Also, despite the explicit adult scenes, violence, swearing, gore, and explicit sex scenes. Told you. Oh, is written first person present tense. God, I hate first person present tense. Yeah, that's not my favorite. Okay, it better be good because the entire internet has loved it and I'm really trying to give it... Anyway, sorry, I didn't... I'm I'm not that far into it, but I'm enjoying it so far. Okay. If that makes any difference. It does. So, okay. 
let's talk about your top five favorite books so far this year. All right. Homegoing by Ya Gisai. Ooh. Giasi? I think that's how you say her name. I'm very not good at it. She is um a author in America. And this book she wrote and during her master's program, she was encouraged to write, is an extremely interesting book. It's one of the books I read with um the online book club that two of my friends are also in. And it is all about a family's journey from the very beginning where there's a mom and there's two sisters the sisters got separated basically at birth and how it all went down with them. One of them be one of, one of the sisters, her ancestors stayed in the Ivory coast area and the other sister was sold into slavery in the United States. So you get to follow each generation and it's written from 14 different people's point of view, I think, or so. And each one is only about 25 pages. So you only get to see a glimpse of the story. And it's just like very powerful because she took it from a lot of her own family's history, um, took it a lot from the history of the people around her who she grew up with. And just gives you a lot of interesting insights about African history and also American history. Um, in the form of stories, which is something I really appreciate because I like to, I learn best through fictional stories per se than like reading a history book. Mm -hmm. It was really, really good. And the author was so nice at her Q and a session. Absolutely loved it. Mm. And then the tea dragon society by K O'Neill. Oh my goodness gracious. So after we played that card game together, I'm like, I'm buying the books. So I just bought them all. Mind you, Abby, I bought the third one. And I'm irritated because it's not in the same format as the other two books. What? It's in this huge hardback copy. The other two are paperback copies. Oh, okay. See, I bought anyway. them all from the library and they were all in the big hardback form. I had to buy them. I love them so much. Mm -hmm. I plan to buy them eventually because... They were just beautiful, and the dragons are adorable. Oh, I just love the dragons. I just want to stick the dragons on everything. I, um, I want to get stickers yeah. of the dragons. Yes. A Song for the Wild Built and A Prayer for the Crown Shy by Becky Chambers. I had to put them together because like they're two very short stories. Mm -hmm. God, I love them both so much, though. I really need Those to try reading Song for the Wild Built again. It's like, it sounds really interesting, but I was not vibing with it the first time I tried to pick it up. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought it was. Did you do audio or did you do physical copy? I have the physical copies. Oh, man. I like read it in like two days. I devoured it. Like I said, I need to. I need to find a better vibe before I read them. Yeah, I, just, I understand. I it's, it's a vibe book. It's a vibe book for sure. Yeah. Um, Thorn by Insacar uh, Connie plus the sequels. I just put sequels in there as extra because uh, one, the sequels were not on my list. See, I told you. So A Prayer for a Crown Shy and the sequels, those are three books that were not on my list, but I just had to read the rest of the series. So I did. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> freaking love that book. Obviously, we like those books. We've talked about those books. So you guys go crazy and listen for those. Um, and then my sleeper one 
before the coffee gets cold by um Hashiki um, Kazu Karagushi, um, who is a translation copy. And it is all about is five short stories within this cafe that are all connected. And I read it with two of my friends from work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just a, a, just a, a short and deep story. Um, very good. Not sure if I'm gonna, I want to... My friends did buy the other ones, but he kind of said it's kind of the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to read the same story over and over again. The first mm-hmm. one was good and original. Um, some people don't like it because it's a translation from Japanese. So people are like, I don't understand this. So it doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, it's a translation. Get over it. You may not understand everything. Use your brain power, guys. Brain power. It's like reading, um, you know, a man called Uwe. And then you don't understand the Swedish jokes whatever mm-hmm. suck it up right so those are my five what about your five okay so um, i'm obsessed with them so obviously my first was thorn and its sequels um some a theft of sunlight and darkness at the door like i still haven't stopped thinking about them i read them months ago wow they so have left my brain yeah they're, they're living in your brain like Probably this winter, I'm going to listen to the audiobooks as like comfort reads. Oh, winter always gets me. I'm not a fan of winter, and like, I don't know, I get some of that seasonal stuff. It's like, rah, rah, rah. So I'm like, I'm holding on to the audiobooks. Like, I'm, I'm just going to read you to be happy during my least favorite season, you know? Man. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's how much I, just absolutely love them they're they're my new comfort reads mm-hmm. yeah why did you highlight this one? Oh, because i want to make sure it's on my list to read okay my the next one that i absolutely loved was how rory thorne destroyed the multiverse and i know it's one that you told me that you like so much so i'm trying to make sure that is on my list to read so i do actually read it it this oh, this was such a fun book it's like terry pratchett wrote it's terry pratchett vibes in space <laughs> and like that made me giggle well I, I loved the characters so much they were so fun they interacted in such fun ways and like you got to watch the main character grow up from a child and like come into her own and that was really fun but then also they have this thing that like that runs the world and i can't tell if it's science or magic because the way they talk about it the way they talk about it like vernacular wise makes it sound like a science but the way it's described in the book makes it seem like magic i like that does that make sense yep and so like they even had multiple explanations about it throughout the book and i still don't know if it was science or magic i like that but I loved it. It just like, it got my brain doing fun things, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was funny and it was just like, it was great. It was a, it was a great read. It was so refreshing. And there is a sequel and I plan to read it this year because I loved this first one so much. Oh, you don't usually read sequels back to back. I know, right? And this isn't going to be back to back because I read it a couple months ago. But well, like, I, I mean, it's as back sequel. to back as Abby can become. We'll put it that way. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, 
Next one is Going Postal by Terry Pratchett. This is definitely one of my top three favorite Discworld books that I've read so far. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. So fun. And I read the audiobook, which was just an absolute joy. Uh, mm-hmm. like, Very curious if it's the new ones that are coming out. So, guys, just so you know, the Penguin um, Publishing House is releasing all of Terry Pratchett's audiobooks with brand new voice actors and new audio recordings. I have been gobbling them up because they're only on Audible right now. And I'm like, bye, 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 which is why I'm reading Equal Rights right now by Terry Pratchett. But Going Postal is one I read in high school, Abby. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Terry Pratchett books I've ever read. Uh, yeah, it was wonderful. I It's probably... It was probably the old recording is my assumption because the new ones are only on Audible. Um, so libraries mm-hmm. won't have the new ones, but <clears throat> it was still absolutely delightful. I loved every character. I loved all the storylines. Just, oh, that was wonderful. That's peak Terry Pratchett right there. Um, and then the Wings of Fire series. I've read the first seven now. I, I know. I need to pick up. Let me, let me get the first one. I'll take upstairs. Okay. There are 15 total. And there's like, there's three different arcs or storylines or whatever. Um, So like, they're, they're divided up into five books each for each of these storyline arc things. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. And so the first five are the original ones that she wrote. And each book is from the perspective of a different dragon. Sorry, in my head, it seems so weird. Sometimes in my head, I'm like, dragon. And I'm like, why? What are we doing here, though? Sorry, I just, sometimes I am freaking weird. Sorry. It's all right. Yeah, uh, so each, each book is from the uh, perspective of a different dragon. Because there's like five dragon main characters. And so each one get, is telling like their part of the story kind of thing. And just, it was wonderful. And I, I think what is so different about these is that humans are not really an important part of this world. Like, there aren't dragon riders or anything. Humans are literally considered like pests that you see occasionally. But yeah, like, the fact that humans are just like, they're kind of considered an animal. They're just like these little pests that kind of show up sometimes. I kind of love that. Yeah, I love it too, right? Mm-hmm. Like dragons don't think the humans are intelligent. <laughs> they literally consider them the same as animals. What do you want to pee on? Why are you bothered? That? They're just like, the humans aren't considered um, as good eating as most other animals. And so dragons mostly just leave them alone. Num, num, you are little bony. We don't like you. But yeah, like, it's such a fun ride. And they're really fast reads. I I own the physical and I read the audiobooks. And the audiobooks are only like eight hours long each. Nice. And at the speed I listen to them at, I finish them in like a day or two. And so like, I can only assume that... But I don't know how you listen to things so quickly. Anyway, that's just my problem. <laughs> I, I can't I can't listen to audiobooks at regular speed. It drives me nuts because it feels so slow. Mo, who's like, I don't care what speed I listen to. 
but yeah like the flow of these books i can only assume would be a pretty quick read even as a physical book it's just mm, so well written i love them they're great i can't i can't wait for my boys to be old enough to want to read them i love it so much. And, I, and you said i'm not gonna lie yes um part of the reason that i started reading them was because so titus a three-year-old there's a set of mercedes lackey books on my shelf um the the jousters ones oh yes i love those and they have those really cool dragons on the front right I sure do titus will not leave them alone i finally had to put them in like a closed cabinet because he wouldn't stop pulling them off my shelf and demanding that I read them. Aww. Except those are appropriate for children. No, I don't even remember those at this point. Is that bad? And she's still one of my favorite authors. It's okay. They're just not appropriate for children. They're still good books. They're just not appropriate for children. And so I saw these books and they have all these gorgeous dragons on the covers. And I went, oh, I bet Titus would want to read these eventually. We 100% read those Dragon Jousters books in high school. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry what were you gonna say before i don't know <laughs> i don't know fair enough all right and then the last one i have on this list is full metal alchemist like i said earlier this to me is like the best manga ever written and i will fight people for it the storylines and the characters and just like the plots are amazing uh, mm-hmm. like the setup of the world literally everything about this is perfect i can't tell you a single thing i dislike about these books i love that do you know that i love that right so they're just they're amazing i am so glad i bought them all because i will be reading them again at some point and eventually when my boys are old enough i will let them read them because they're just amazing not kid appropriate but definitely amazing it happens to the best of us. There's lots of blood and gore. There's a there's a war going on. I mean, yeah, it happens yeah. to the best of us. <laughs> so I just bought the second and the fifth books. I can round out the first five books of the Wings of Fire series. Yes, and after you read them, we can talk about them. I hope I bought them in the same format, but that's okay because I have older copies. I'm weird. I like to buy things in the same format. Anyway. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, right. All right. So give me three books that have been your least favorite so far this year. I love Kim. Kim and I read books together all the time. She's one of my bookie friends, right? We're reading um, The Elder Race right now together. So we read the Paradox books together by Libby Blake. Still don't like them. Still going to read the next one. Still need to know what happens. Read the Atlas Paradox by Livy Blake. It's like a two or three on my list. Much better than the first book. But they're so slow because you have six people to run around characters with. And I'm like, can we like pick up the pace a little bit? Can we stop like bitching about everything and just get our shit done? Like, <laughs> that's what I want to happen in these books. I want mm-hmm. them so badly. <laughs> Um, and then the personal librarian by Marie Benedict. I liked it. Um, for I liked the first half and the last fourth, and I kind of the the like three fourths part of it kind of sucked. Um, between the one half and three, and like the end of the book, which is okay. It was good. Thought it'd be more interesting than it was. It was good. 
just wasn't like riveting and magical and holy crap was an amazing book. It was just good. Yeah. I've read better stuff so far this year. And then the lies of Lock Lamore by Scott Lynch. Mm-hmm. I wanted so badly to like love and rave and adore this book, but it was so long, Abby. It was so long. And mm-hmm. part of it is they do a lot of flashbacks to Locke's like childhood and stuff and like how he grew up because everything ties into why they do things. And if we just hadn't had like a hundred thousand flashbacks, that would have been great. It would like half the size of the book. It would have like got done everything real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I mean, I usually like world building, you know, but it was much world building that mm-hmm. it kept pulling me out of the main plot. And then I'm like, what the hell are we talking about? Like, I wish it was more linear, like stop jumping back and forth. And whenever I went to interlude, I'm like, damn it, not another damn interlude. So. I'm not going to lie. I have tried to read it twice now, and I have still not gotten past the prologue. Yeah, the prologue was kind of stupid anyway, um, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the book really got really good in the last half of the book, which is sad because Mm -hmm. that's the last 14 hours of my life I had to get through. Guys, this book is like 25 hours long on an audiobook. I had to actually listen to it. I even borrowed the physical copy from Abby and I'm like, do, 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 can't focus on this. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a great epic fantasy, but it didn't have enough fantasy either for me. Mm-hmm. Like it was more like alternate history with less fantasy. You know, I'm like, give me some fantasy. Give me some magic. Give me some dragons. Yeah, I get that. How about you, Abby? What do you got? (sighs) Okay, so I don't usually pick up romance books, but I love Pride and Prejudice. And so Pride and Premeditation was sold to me as this, like, murder mystery version of Pride and Prejudice. And I was like, cool, that sounds interesting. That sounds up my alley, like something I'd enjoy. I would have enjoyed it better if there had been no references whatsoever to Pride and Prejudice because the story itself was not bad. The problem came with the fact that all the Pride and Prejudice characters felt like they were being wedged in for like an easy selling point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Like, they just put them in there for fun. Like they they weren't even using the characters as the characters, the characters did not feel like themselves. It felt like they were just using the names. And so I just, I kept listening to it, wanting it to get better. And it just didn't. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, it was. You're like, I tried so hard. I tried so hard. I did. I wanted so badly to enjoy it. And I just didn't like, it's not a terrible book by any means. Uh, Like I said, I probably would have enjoyed it more if, they hadn't been wedging pride and prejudice in there mm-hmm. but yeah no just no that sucks it, it felt like fan fiction oh, and not good I, fan I, fiction. honestly it sounded like fan fiction this is the way you were describing it just now well and like i i'm all for good fan fiction like by all means hand me all the great fan fiction this was not good fan fiction that's sad that sucks yeah so <clears throat> it is what it is my next disappointment was the girl who fell beneath the sea oh don't say that because i have that on my bookshelf 
The cover's really pretty. Okay, I guess that's going to be the factor that it's going to have. The cover's pretty. Oh, I felt so bad about this one. Like, I'm not usually, like, a faded mates kind of person. Yeah. Or, like, faded loves. I'm just not... That's not my thing. Because um, it always feels kind of forced, you know? And this was a registering of fate book. Mm, so they were... Which I did not realize picking it up. Interesting. And the, ki- the, the kicker for me is that the red string of fate. Interesting. Huh? That, that sound was so funny that you just made. <laughs> the kicker for me is that the red string of fate didn't really end up being like an important piece of the book. Oh, interesting. But it was a driving force in the book. Did, like, does that make sense? Yes. And it, I just, I didn't enjoy myself. That's sad. That sucks. And I got, I got all the characters mixed up. I could never remember who was who. It just, yeah. I felt bad about not liking that one, but it just didn't do it for me. It happens. And then my last disappointment was the Ivory Key. Again, it's got a really pretty cover. It does. Um, Okay. And I'm not sure what I was expecting. There were a couple of characters that I kind of liked. There were a couple of plot points that I kind of liked. But overall, I was just unimpressed. That sucks. That sucks a lot. Yeah. I just... mm, I was unimpressed. I was left not wanting to read any following books. Oh, (laughs) Let's see. It says people who liked this book also liked the girl who fell beneath the sea. <laughs> Interesting. So don't pick things that are like the others. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yep. Oh well. Summer just does. It happens. It happens. It happens. So do you think you're finished your TBR this year? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> like, okay <laughs> i will try my darndest to get as many of the books on my list read as i can but i'm not gonna force myself or stress about it yeah um i kind of feel the same way i'll keep working through it but there's just so many good books out there that i just want to read and people keep suggesting books to me and so i keep reading them oh i just love reading so much abby i don't I don't even want to watch TV at all. I just want to read books all day long, you know? I know, like, I don't really watch movies. I don't really watch movies anymore. I don't really watch TV. I'm just books. I know. I know. Me too. All right, guys. Well, that is all we have time for today. That is our current mid-year checkup that we have tackled. When we come back to you next, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I can tell you that me and Abby are going to talk about mangas and comics. So if you guys enjoy that, we're going to talk about our, well, I'm going to talk about my journey about reading comic books and Abby's going to talk about whatever the hell she wants. So we will see you next time. Talk to you in a couple weeks, guys. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you heard today and want to help us spread the book love, drop us a rating or review on the app you use, or share the episode post on your preferred social media. Everything helps. You can also check out our Patreon for some awesome perks, like access to our mini-series, a monthly guaranteed episode poll, and much more. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name The Book Life Podcast. 
If you'd like to contact us directly, you can email us at thebooklifepodcast at gmail.com. The song is Theme for an Unmade Anime by C8 Benoit from their album Dominique. You can find them on Instagram at C underscore A underscore B-E-N-O-I-T. That's C-A Benoit. And on Spotify under their name, Katie Benoit. Thanks for listening. Till next time.